Isla Powers Radio. Here we go! Alright, we're going in right about now. Uh, we're going in midway. We're going to keep it short. We're going to give you all the latest, greatest, most fascinating, most hidden news that you probably won't get on MSM. From all the people that you usually hear on my channel. <laughs> and maybe me. And uh, we'll find out um, if Baron Trump is a time traveler and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, we really got some nice stories for you. And um, special DJ episode coming up of uh, David Icke on Israeli news, really speaking from the heart as a human being and trying to bridge some gaps uh, between, you know, people that want to do harm, that use the Jewish banner to do what they're doing, and it really has nothing to do with the Jewish people. Um, and we all need to band together as people to preserve humankind, really. And it's really just about ideas and beliefs and what we feel. And um, I feel they're pretty persuasive. And uh, I'm going to hand the show over to We Are Change for the moment to uh, dismantle some fake news on uh, the kids with the hats and all that kind of stuff. I didn't really see what was going on. But it's labeled what you're not being told about the MAGA kids controversy. Let's go in on it. A situation where absolutely nothing happened to their benefit. And we have to understand here, this is not the first time that this happened. This has been happening for a very long time. It has happened with the shooting of a seven-year-old black girl in Houston that was automatically blamed on a white man and even had a whole bounty hunt for this man that didn't exist. It continued with the Gillette commercial with their portrayal of men, especially the differences between men and women and also men of color and white men. And I could keep going on and on and on about just the racially polarized issues that are rammed down our throats trying to make us in one way or another dislike our fellow man. And for me, in my own personal opinion, the amount that this is happening on such level, on such occurrences, can't be accidental since they're all pushing the same kind of agenda. And that's why I believe there's a bigger kind of authority here pushing this. Now, who is that authority? I would guess that this would be institutions that do have control and power and wield it over the mainstream media, like we see in secretive US government agencies. Agencies like the CIA, that even in 1975, during a congressional hearing, admitted that they used the mainstream media to distribute disinformation, had CIA agents within the mainstream media, as well as the ability to publish and delete work that they wanted the public to see or not to see. Now, this happened in 1975, and it would be foolish to think that this program is not continuing, even though there is no evidential basis yet proving this. 
But Let me read what this says. His article that he brought up says, Washington, D.C.'s role behind the scenes in Hollywood goes deeper than you think. On television, we found more than 1,100 titles received Pentagon backing, 900 of them since 2005, from Flight 93 to Ice Road Truckers and Army Wives. Entertainment is definitely being used for propaganda. And it's as simple as opening your mind and just, you know, thinking about what you're looking at. Do know from many declassified documents that it has come out that thousands of movies and even shows have either received backing, support, or even direct script writing and editing from U.S. government agencies. The FBI, even previously before, planted a fake news story in order to plant surveillance software on a suspect's computer. And there was even a very highly recognized famous journalist in Europe who came out about this fact, who also died of a heart attack, Udo Ufketi, that whistleblowed on secretive government agencies having direct control of what is published. And there's time and time again that this is proven. And with information playing such a key role with power, it would be foolish. It would be idiotic to think that there wasn't some kind of relationship between the two. And this is why what I believe is happening now is a sort of Pro 2.0. And for a reference, Probe was an FBI operation from 1956 to 1976 that worked with local law enforcement and even media to track, harass, discredit, infiltrate, destroy, and destabilize dissent groups in the United States. Predominantly, they did go after the Black Panther Party, which, by the way, did dissent to a mainly political left-wing association, but also stood for the Second Amendment, was anti-war, anti-establishment, anti-authority, and pro-self-determination. They had a school breakfast program where they fed their local kids in their community and made a very big impact. Now, of course, there's also very negative aspects of the group as well, but those negative aspects were only heightened because of direct infiltration from the U.S. government. That a part of this program actually authored racist fake letters from different organizations to each other to spur racial hatred amongst dissenting groups of the U.S. government policy. In one instance, the FBI agents decided to revise a children's coloring book, which even the Black Panther Party rejected as being too anti-white and too violent, but FBI agents distributed even a cruder version of it, even during the free breakfasts for children program that they were running. The FBI also, most importantly here, this is the most important aspect here, colluded with reporters and news media planting false stories like the one that Gene Suberg, who was a pregnant white film star and a very prominent activist in anti-racist causes, they planted the story that she was carrying a child of a prominent black leader. This led to a lot of stress, and Suberg's white husband even sued the FBI for this because he claimed that this was why she resulted in a stillbirth, a total breakdown, and later a suicide because of this fake news attack on her by, of course, the FBI. And because of this and many other instances that are too many to even document in this video, which I could keep going on for a while... This is why I believe there's a bigger agenda at hand here. Now, my hypothesis could be absolutely incorrect, 
But from the evidence that I showed you, this is why I personally believe in it, even though I don't have any actual evidence providing this hypothesis to be true now. And I need to make that clarification to be as honest with you as I can, because there also is a possibility that a lot of this is happening because of incompetence, because of laziness, because of reporters being overworked, because, of yeah, course, right. of less accountability in the journalism room because of greed, because of clickbait, because of people incentivizing, of course, this larger polar polarization that is happening now. Those are all possible scenarios that could be unfolding here and a reason to why the media is as horrible as they are. But for me, I definitely do believe that there is more at hand than just laziness and incompetence with the effectiveness and benefit that this is providing and just how convenient it is for the people who are actually screwing us over. But regardless, if you think I'm wrong or if you think I'm right, one thing that is very clear here is that this latest thing with the Native American and the MAGA hat kids is absolutely stupid and a huge waste of our time. And no matter what your personal belief is, please control your emotions, look at both sides of the story, Make up your own mind only after doing that. And most importantly, do not become a part of the media's tool to make you hate someone else. Very important lesson. And if you found it important, share it with your friends and family. This is so, so important. It's like a detachment from whatever it is that they're reporting. It's like you take it in to know what they're saying. And then you think about why would that supposedly happen now? Why would they want to make people think that that's happening now? Because they want to discredit MAGA people. And, uh, you know, maybe they want to smear Native Americans' credibility by finding the one Native American that is uh, shysty. So we got to understand that they got characters in every single side, every single demographic to make, you know people look bad you know and it's like here black people are finding out you know what's really going on with us and then bam suddenly supposedly chris brown is doing something bad again which is like ooh, those bad black people and it's not even proven it's like we have to kind of wake up as to why these things happen while that's going on i just want to read to you some of the things the voices of the people I think are so important and uh, I feel like I can pretty much tell when it's fake and when it's true so just on the we are change uh, comment section I just want to read what some of the people have said exposing truth said just found this channel blah 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 um, and I appreciate the way you deliver information, but the perception of reality and how the media and industry are robbing us of our true abilities. Thank you for service, blah, blah, blah. Those in Kroika, I'm probably mispronouncing this. Those that control the Fed are trying to make the UN a socialist world government through CO2 scam and Agenda 21. The Federal Reserve was set up by the Rothschilds and their cronies. The Rothschild family, however, has the official title, Guardians of the Vatican Treasury. It's even in the Encyclopedia of Judaica. I didn't know that. 
And Dynasty founder Mayor Amschmel Rothschild was already a member of the Vatican Knights of Malta. So yes, the Rothschilds have a degree of power, but they serve the 1,500-year-old Vatican system. Once again, all New World Order roads lead to the Antichrist papacy in Rome. And yes, this current system will fail and the papacy will play the role of savior, offering the Marxist one world system under the UN and Vatican as a solution to the chaos. While many unknown to many, the papacy, the Jesuits, Freemasonry, and other secret societies created much of the problems in the first place. Always do your own research and get born again. God bless. We're going to go into uh, what's going on with the Vatican a little bit later with uh, American intelligence media. Uh, Bubba Black Swan says, wow, what a name. It's corporatism, my brother, the merging of state and corporate power. So convoluted that most don't even know that they are participating. The great manipulation is pitting one faction against the other until we either give up all our rights or suspend them. The people are what I call dopafiends. Their social media interaction has their prefrontal cortex soaked in dopamine, making cognition difficult and emotions hard to control, which make us ripe for manipulation. So anyway, I always want to give a little bit of the voice of the people and we're going to go into the next segment. It's not. It's just an insider inside the Vatican who's giving us some very interesting information. This keeps happening. Well, you know, I can see why, because you remember when we first uh, started our blog and our website and everything, we felt that the Achilles heel to taking down the deep state was with the theft of social media and the story that we were reading about leader technologies. And of course, we were able to bring that to the surface. And since then, we have been in contacted by a number of inventors all over the country who've had similar stories to Michael. Even now, we're seeing that even Tesla had the same issue, you know, with Marconi, right? Yeah. In the radio. So one thing leads to another. And so just we just finished an audio where someone on the inside of the Mueller team had some things to say about what was going on. We get another one, and this one is from inside the Vatican. Well, we've been yelling for years that people should be whistleblowers, that they should put their white hats on, that they should stop sitting back and waiting and do something. And so recently, I guess we got to, uh, first off, uh, uh, Betsy, we get how many of these? You and your team filter through these. I only get to see a few, and I only present a few to the conclave. But this one looked really good. It looked legit, and it really took um, this whole... Um, overthrow of Trump narrative a little further. Oh, well, it had uh, some pieces of information that I haven't seen before, and I don't know if it's true, and it had some information that I've only seen in one place that I wasn't able to verify, but now that we have this information here, we went and verified a bunch of this stuff, and we're going to be doing more verification of it and vetting of it, because what this is basically saying is not anything terribly different than what we have said in our intelligence reports, but it's from an insider who basically pointed out something that I have been wondering for a long, long time. How does Robert Mueller have so much power? And this explains it. Okay. This explains it so clearly. And, the, and I did not know about uh, Stephen Rowe's uh, principal uh, 
money behind uh, Joseph Mifsud. Now, I, of course, I assume Joseph Mifsud was a Knight of Malta or an agent of the Knights of Malta because that's where he worked out of the University of Malta, and he also was on an extension campus of that that was later owned by Stephen Rowe, which we knew about, called uh, the uh, Link Campus University in, in Rome. And we, you know, we put two plus two together with some of this, but some of this is just interesting. So we've done this with Sea Chance with uh, his articles. We've done it with a number of other people where we took something that was sent to us and said, well, we're not really 100% sure about this, but we're going to share it with you. The reason I want to share this with you is because when I was done reading it, I thought, oh my goodness, we have to do a eulogy for Joseph Mifsud. So I want to, at the, as we're doing this, I'm going to give him a eulogy because the guy is... Uh, he might not be coming back to see us. Okay, well, this is what we're going to do. In the link in the description box on YouTube, if you want to read the, the uh, this letter, then you can. Um, but we're going to just read bits and portions, and then you can explain what we're reading. Uh, so there's a, you know, hello, greetings kind of thing to us. And then it says, um, your recent leak from the Mueller team spurred us to offer you another piece to the puzzle. Some of what we have to tell you must be in a code of sorts because we work for members of the Knight of Malta, Knights of Malta, and as you know, they're the most powerful secret insider group on the planet, and they do not hesitate to eliminate enemies, especially from within their own ranks. Now, Thomas, that falls in line with the research you found about the Knights of Malta. That's true. We've revealed them as the insider group, the biggest one, because all the old nobility and the current monarchs nobility all for some reason, and the most powerful, rich, richest people I know, if I get them in the corner and they'll tell me the truth, will tell me they're a member of the Knight of Malta. You can't get a list of who all is a Knight of Malta. And they have these fake charities that they say they support. And anytime you hear the word charity and you see a bunch of British royalty in it, then you know that is not a charity and that is a cover for something else. So We've been pointing this out, and we showed the battle between the Jesuits and the Knights of Malta and the, the Knights Templar and the Knights Hospitaller and the whole thing in previous intelligence reports. Um, so yes, Betsy, but this is fascinating because I had thought that like all other groups, the uh, trilateral group, the Bilderberger, the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, the Bohemian Grove, the... Uh, the Mount Pelerin Society, all of them had backed off because they didn't know what to do with Trump. I had never really thought, what are the Knights of Malta doing about Trump? And this explains what they're doing uh, simply by naming the fact that Robert Mueller is a Knight of Malta, or at least an Well, well let's not hop over to yeah. the punchline yet, because um, it says the, the Knights of Malta are controlled by the Pope, and the Queen of England takes a vow of fealty to the head of the Knights of Malta, who takes a vow to the Pope. Is that, does, what do you say? True? That's absolutely true. Okay, it's commonly known that the most powerful people in the world are members of the Knights of Malta. But what people don't know is that the Knights of Malta have their own intelligence agency, separate from the Jesuits, comprised of secular agents who are usually rogue intelligence agency operatives from many countries. These agents are not full members of the Knights of Malta, but they take their orders directly from the Vatican. Okay, that's... And then, of course, we're looking at Mifsud being in Rome. And that, you know, we had begun to think that is... is could he have been an operative of the Vatican? 
Yes, and then this uh, Link Campus University is an extension of the University of Malta. He was a professor there. But when you really look into him, which we can do, oh, oh, right, the next Yeah, just paragraph. go, go right, jump right into it. Well, read the next thing. Well, I, I'm not... I am sure none of this so far is big news to you, and it's not in our audience, probably it's not big news, but the following should be, and here's the, the stuff. Joseph Mifsud is a Knights of Malta agent. Robert Mueller is a Knights of Malta agent. Stephen Rowe is a Knights of Malta agent. And yes, and Stephen Rowe owns Link Campus University in Rome. Now, we're going to have to explain some of that because uh, it's very complicated if you don't know who these people are. So I think we should probably read okay. the rest of it. Okay, Link Campus University in Rome is a rogue intelligence training facility for the Vatican and intelli uh, Italian intelligence. Oh, I hope Matteo Salvini listens to this. Yes, okay. I'm sure he does. I hope he does. They train and place agents and lawyers throughout countries around the world, acting as students of international law and counterterrorism. EN and Link Campus University students are a network of Vatican-controlled spies working under the guise of helpful lawyers and law students. Okay, now that's what, what what's, you see the backdrop there? Yeah. Stefan Rowe owns Link Campus University in Rome, which is basically nothing more than a place to train intelligence agents going under the guise of lawyers or people involved in law, in law as students. They get placed by these people. In other words, this is like a, this is a Rhodes Scholarship. That's what this is. This is placing your agents in places where they're gathering information, acting as if they're a student, everybody considers them to be harmless. This is just an old Italian subterfuge they're surveilling, Jesuit trick. The, the Vatican is surveilling the intelligence agencies of the world. Now, the reason I think that this is true, I'm going to have to jump all over the place here in a minute. Just go for it. Well, no, because well, no, there's so much more in this letter that is just actually, actually quite... It, it, it's shocking. It's shocking. Uh, we didn't know it was true. We had to go and check some of this stuff out, and it is uh, true. So uh, it looks as if this particular place in Rome is where Michael Gaeta met George Papadopoulos and did the frame-up on George Papadopoulos. And Joseph Mifsud also worked with Michael Gaeta. Michael Gaeta is an FBI agent in counterintelligence placed at the U.S. Embassy in Rome. Now, there's a few things that you got to put in perspective. The, Malta and is a nation unto itself, but it has, in Rome, a sovereign piece of land where a lot of dirty dealings go down, and that's where probably most of these deals went down, and that is the... Uh, it's like the prefectory of the Knights of Malta, uh, and it's as sovereign as the city of Vatican. The Vatican Sea is sovereign. So though they're in Italy, they are not the same. And though they, the Knights of Malta are connected to Rome, they are not the same. And there are power plays going on. And we've had to explain this in intelligence reports. It's so complicated. The Pope now, Pope Francis, is a Jesuit. Well, the Knights of Malta had their head, the, the head of the Knights of Malta was removed by this Pope, and so was the head of the Jesuits and replaced by Jes basically Jesuits. So now the Jesuits have complete control over the uh, the entire 
Curia of Rome and the Knights of Malta. The Knights of Malta are kind of like the not really Christian uh, Vatican that controls the Vatican Bank, which is, of course, a corrupt bank, which then gives advice ahead of time because they can literally go to the pulpit and, con and, and control, you know, billions of people by what the Pope tells the priest to say each Sunday or whatever their newest stance is. The Pope is really listened to by billions of people. So, what do we have here? We have, this is a, basically, Tavistock learned their lessons from the Vatican. So, the Vatican has a campus to train not only Italian intelligence, but intelligence officers from all over the world. And Joseph Mifsud, that's only one of his fronts. He's got the London Academy of Diplomacy, which is now closed down where he trains Saudi Arabian intelligence. He has the London Center for International Law Practice, where we're going to hear in just a minute, two of Mueller's lawyers, corrupt lawyers, and the special counsel are members there. And are members where? At Link University? No, at London Center for International Law Practice, okay. which is connected and, to Joseph Mifsud. And that's already, that's in this note? No. No. Is it? Yes. Is that the two people? The Arvinder Simbay? Yes, those are the two and people. Zainab Ahmad. And I'm sure I butchered it. But what's important about that, this is where they intersect with Mueller on both fronts, correct? Yes, because... Mueller knows Mifsud. He's already interviewed him for the special counsel and let him go, probably gave him immunity. He's already interviewed uh, Stefan Rowe, who is also named here as a Knight of uh, Malta agent. Uh, but I would have thought Stefan Rowe was a member of the Knight of Malta. And that's where I would wonder if what they're saying, uh, I, I think he probably is. He's a billionaire. He's a German billionaire, does mo a lot of his business out of uh, Russia and his offshore accounts in Syria, in, in Cyprus, excuse me. He's married to a, a Russian designer who is directly connected to all the top Russians. This guy is as Russian as can be for someone born in Germany, but he's also a baron in Scotland, and he owns a nuclear uh, facility and, and consulting firm in sure. Britain. You just can't get thicker than this dude, uh, Stefan Rowe. Because he's also in the London Academy of Diplomacy. So for the 411 on uh, this this individual that uh, was involved with the whole mega hat thing, uh, this person's going to tell us a little bit about it. It's called Press for Truth. Never heard of this channel. Here we go. Press for Truth channel. Trump recently had to chime in on this. He says, Nick Sandman and the students of Covington have become symbols of fake news and how evil it can be. They have captivated the attention of the world, and I know that they will use this for good, maybe even to bring people together. It started off unpleasant, but can end in a dream. Now, if you're not sure... That was President Trump's comments. ...to here in regards of fake news and how evil it can really be. I pointed all this out in yesterday's uh, video titled... Did you see this? Mega Hat Teen Fake News Exposed, uh, where we show that it was, in fact, Nathan Phillips, the native elder, who was the one who approached these teenagers, got in their face, banging their drums. And uh, we exposed that in uh, uh, yesterday's video, so I'll encourage you to check that one out. A link will be located in the description below. 
Okay, so um, this is not about Native Americans, which they're obviously, someone is using this unscrupulous person to try to smear. This is about uh, this one individual, Nathan Phillips. And I think that's the lesson to learn, is that when something happens, you don't blame a whole race of people just because one person is doing something that's inappropriate. Um, so I don't even, I don't even, gosh, I don't even want to give energy to him into that. We're going to go into, uh, you are free. Here we go. sundown uh, okay we're gonna do this then we'll do my editing we'll do my editing anything else I wanna do oh wow we taped all that oh no we're going in with uh, you are free TV Let's hear what's going on. Says impeach. Trump gets mixed in. Here we go. Um, uh, mystical cabals, uh, those who have tried to centralize power and uh, wealth in the hands of few, have forever been trying to mediate our experience through a filter of, um, of mediated knowledge, whether that came through religion or um, the news or now they have this, um, the internet, which people need to know was created as both a tool of mass control and mass uh, uh, surveillance. And so the control part comes with controlling our perceptions. And David Icke does a great job of talking about what he calls the perception deception. Um, and we also had Mary Daly, the great philosopher from the 1970s, talking about the carrying out of the Abrahamic um, myth that they created the circumstances of how the myth would be carried out and then they, for, for millennia now they've been carrying out the steps leading to uh, the fulfillment of prophecy um, as it's laid out through um, the regulation of religious texts that they uh, put together and reformed uh, whittled down to the points that they want to then carry out to create this globalized central control, otherwise known as the New World Order. So it's very important at this time, more than ever, to connect with real people, um, to get out of mediated experience, to question um, the things that you hear on, uh, on uh, these devices especially, 
because the internet is especially in training to the human mind. It's been designed that way to make us uh, listen to what we learn online rather than our own internal knowings, our own um, ways of experiencing the world. And so I just wanted to start with that to say get out with real people in your local communities. Do work locally because local is where all of the changes can happen in a, in a way that's going to make a real difference as this 5G rollout happens, as the quantum computing goes online to a larger degree, that, that it's our local and, and intimate human connections with ourselves first and foremost, and then with each other, that's going to make the real difference. So, okay, so from there I will go into the news. Uh, I think that one of the most interesting things that's come out uh, recently is that uh, Dan Bongino did a great show today, and I'll link it below, talking about how the whole Russiagate hoax scenario was actually a real thing that happened um, uh, involving McCain. And he didn't spell it out exactly this way, but this is my take on this situation, is that the Russiagate uh, hoax, okay, what actually did happen, and it was McCain that was the player. McCain, who was guilty of actual Russian collusion and massive payoffs, and of course there was everybody else connected in there, Joe Biden, his, his sons, uh, John Kerry, his son, um, the, you know, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, all of these people, Bill Clinton, uh, George H.W. Bush, all of these folks were in massive Russian collusion with um, Russian oligarchs, okay? This was to do with the rape of Russia that occurred back in the 90s, and it kept progressing to the point where uh, uh, you then had McCain um, guilty of really major uh, collusion with oligarchs in how to control elections. This was back when McCain was running for president, okay? And this was against Barack Obama back in 2007. And, of course, Hillary Clinton at that time was also running, right, trying to get the Democratic seat. And they chose Barack Obama over her uh, for lots of reasons, mostly the hope and change variety where they were trying to build up this uh, race war that they've now perfected in the divide and conquer uh, attempts of the, of the American people and people worldwide because they knew this replacement migration situation was happening. They needed a Muslim in the White House. They needed to um, super increase the Muslim um, and Asian influence in American politics. And so, but McCain at that time, it was found out that he was having this massive collusion with Russians, oligarchs, uh, rich billionaire Russians, basically. And it was the exact same people. And Dan Bongino pointed that out so well today in his show. Um, the exact same folks that were, that were uh, called out to be, you know, it was Oleg uh, uh, Deraspaska, uh, Sergei uh, Kislyak, um, and of course on the outset there, uh, Putin, you know, when it came down to uh, what then would become Uranium One, all of these scandals, these had McCain's handprints all over them, okay? And so what's very interesting then is we know that John McCain, he was the one, okay, his right-hand man, David Kramer, is the one who then went to Russia uh, excuse me, went to England, met with uh, David Steele, the, the, um, uh, the, the person who created the fake dossier, uh, 
and took the dossier back, okay, and gave it to BuzzFeed, okay. So David Kramer, okay, he's a, he was a director at the McCain Institute, still very, very active in Capitol Hill. He was, uh, along with Linda Rothschild, who's on the board of the McCain Institute, he, he was a director, but he also, his specialty was in Russia, Russian everything, Russian history. Uh, everything to do with that area of the world was David Kramer's specialty. And so he was a very close player in all of this Russia, the original uh, Russiagate, the true Russiagate that really did happen involving McCain back in uh, the, you know, leading up to 2007 before the election. And so all they did was take that actual real occurrence of Russian collusion and recreate it in basically just replace McCain's name with Trump and put it out there now as this dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC um, to then fakely go after these FISA warrants that then led to this uh, entrapment, uh, fake entrapment of uh, President Trump into this whole collusion delusion. And so that's what they're trying to sell America. That's what they're trying to use to get to this place of impeachment. And that's set to roll out, of course, within uh, the next couple months. Now, today, just happened a few hours ago, we had uh, Michael Cohen saying that that he is going to, how he gets to do this, they suddenly get to just say, <laughs> I mean, that's what's so fake about all of this ridiculous stuff to do with our justice system and the mainstream media, and I'll get into that in a minute. But so we have, we have Michael Cohen today saying uh, he's going to postpone his testimony, this convicted uh, liar is going to postpone his testimony because of threats to his family Okay, because of President Trump and Giuliani, okay, the lawyer. And so this is hysterical. So we have a leaked story come out from, from the Mueller team. Uh, somewhere in the Mueller investigation, you have the leaked story, the leaked uh, plea deal, okay, get to Giuliani. And the plea deal specifically lines out that, that they say to Cohen, if you lie... We're going to give you, you know, time served. We're going to give you, uh, you know, probation. You're going you're gonna to walk away from this if you lie for us. And Giulia, Giuliani comes out and says, I have the leaked plea deal. It's all a lie. Um, you know, they're, they're just, they're going to make him say whatever they want him to say, right? And then at the same time, we have uh, the trolled uh, BuzzFeed leak, okay, that goes to BuzzFeed uh, this story of uh, Michael Cohen um, saying that uh, Trump asked him to lie about involvement with Moscow, how late that was happening with talks to have Trump Towers in Moscow. Now, that was uh, that made the Mueller team come out and say, that's not true, that's fake news. And we still have, uh, we had certain uh, folks have to recall that story, but BuzzFeed is still holding strong. And, of course, BuzzFeed was the original leaker of the Russiagate uh, hoax uh, dossier that was handed to him by, handed to, uh, what's his name, at, uh, at BuzzFeed. It was handed to, to the senior editor at BuzzFeed by David Kramer, uh, John McCain's right-hand guy from the McCain Institute. So, we're seeing that 
a, a real thing in history that got buried by George W. Bush, who was in on the whole thing, of course, um, even though there was an FBI uh, subtle little look into this with John McCain, they, they, they shut that down, and then they used the entire scenario recreated now um, under, uh, to put against uh, President Trump, and of course that's when they implanted uh, Manafort into Trump's campaign, and uh, that's what led to the Trump Tower meetings that was also absolutely completely controlled by the same players. They were in on it before it happened. Uh, Veselovskaya, they met with her before the Trump meetings, they, uh, the Trump Tower meetings, and then again after. And this is all the same regular pe- players, you know, the, the Fusion GPS folks, all of that. And they also buried, we have uh, Devin Nunes coming out and saying, and he's on, the, of course, the House... Intelligence Committee, um, basically laying out there that Adam Schiff is guilty of perjury, that uh, well, guilty of lying, basically. That Schiff, also the uh, um, uh, you know the the chair of the House Intelligence Committee now, basically having said that the dossier had nothing to do with the with the the dossier um, was not what the FISA warrants were based on, that's lie number one, because it absolutely was, uh, that the, that, uh, that, uh, that Orr's, uh, testimony around it, that Orr's knowledge of the dossier, uh, was not, uh, didn't exist, and then we also had, uh, we also had Schiff say that the FISA, that the FISA requests, uh, that they didn't know about the dossier being paid for by the DNC. So Schiff is guilty of all of these lies, okay? And this is, I believe, being framed and set up that there was purposeful leaks. Uh, it's, you know, being tossed around on the cue boards this way. Uh, KDG Citizens uh, Investigative Report, Love Her, she did a great job uh, showing the cue posts from last year at this time, um, outlining, outlining a lot of this. And also just that, We've known for some time that that those behind the scenes in these the, the a lot to the large degree not only Dems but a lot of Dems in these committees are guilty of being in collusion with the FBI, the DNC, and the creation of this RussiaGate hoax that's leading to this fake subpoena that's supposed to come out uh, in uh, pretty much in in March, after the Super Bowl, uh, around that time, and what is going on with that timing? We have this shutdown still going on, uh, we have, you know, Pelosi continuing to, uh, bring out more (laughs) bizarre parameters, uh, we have so many things pointing towards this springtime attempt to impeach, plus this ongoing shutdown leading up to there, and, my fears around this, not fears, but awareness, um, is that there elite, there, there's some sort of a uh, large FF that possibly could be a Super Bowl FF. Uh, we see, we've seen it predictive pro, predictively programmed in lots of movies, such as Some of All Fears, uh, where there's this rogue player that you know does a you know major uh, BOMBING at a, a sports event. And there's a lot of language being thrown out there around the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl in concert with the news, 
uh, the subpoena of Trump and this sort of thing. So it's, it's interesting because um, we know the reset is coming, that the planned implosion of the economy is coming, that all of these things are, excuse me, little a little burp there, um, are, are, being, are being touted as being right around the corner, and yet, hopefully and luckily, they will happen after the harshness of the winter months. Hopefully we will at least get through the winter months where people can be safe if there is some sort of interruption in public utilities and this kind of thing. So, um, basically, Trump has was mixed-stained here, and... Then, of course, um, according to, you know, different background news, uh, McCain was the, was, uh, was possibly put to death. Okay, we had Kasich, who is now a, you know, a CNN commentator officially. He came out on an NBC interview, I believe, who, and said, well, uh, he, you know, McCain was uh, put to death. You know, he, he said these words, and immediately was like, oh, and this was right around back in, um, gosh, I, I think it was, well, it was right around the, the time that it was a few days after McCain died, and, and so this was supposedly the first person that may have been, uh, may have been convicted in these military tribunals behind the scenes. We don't know. However, uh, it's interesting that they're playing this out. They're playing out this Russiagate hoax. Uh, they're trolling the media. They're showing mainstream media to be the absolute liars and mockingbirds scenario that we all know they are. And we even had an NBC reporter um, resign today claiming that, uh, that the mainstream media is just a giant propaganda machine um, to push war and, um, and um, fake news. So this is very interesting, too. I'll try to link an article below for that. Okay, so moving on from there, I want to talk about Davos. I've been saying how Davos this year was very much to nail down how they're going to use NGOs and UN-based um, non-governmental organizations to push the new, uh, the, new, the new way that they're going to do public-private partnerships, a corporatism based on environmental justice, uh, worldwide, and this has come out very, very clearly in uh, in Davos this year. We had uh, Peter Mann, I believe his name is, who came out and said that that uh, he's the he's the head of the International Red Cross, and he was at Davos being organ uh, being interviewed, saying that that uh, the that the that it is vital that NGOs get the forefront uh, when it comes to global economy. He came right out and said it, uh, that we have a humanitarian crisis worldwide, all of these things. Now, anybody who knows anything about what's happened in the last several decades knows that the Red Cross has been at the forefront of every scam, every financial swindle. Uh, we have George W. Bush and Bill Clinton sitting together after Haiti was... Uh, attacked with weather weapons, saying, give to the Red Cross, 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 and we know what happened to Haiti, and none of that money got there. We saw the same thing after uh, Hurricane Retreat, uh, Katrina, 
we saw it uh, we see it constantly and then you see the people in these places that have been devastated by weather weapons sitting there getting nothing from the Red Cross and then people who try to organize locally and give to the people help them are actually shut down by the Red Cross and by FEMA and have their their uh, give their offerings destroyed and taken away so we know that the Red Cross is part of the genocide agenda. It has been forever. Red Cross, you know, we know what that means, right? It's Rothschild. And Rothschild is behind so much of this. And, and I want to jump here a little bit in, into saying that, you know, we, we hear on one level that, you know, things are being taken away from the, the Rothschild bankster cabal. And, you know, there's this new bent to shut down anti-Semitism worldwide, and they're pitting this, this division between um, Islam and anti-Semitism and Christianity and anti-Semitism. They're, they're pushing this agenda that they've been pushing now for uh, since, you know, 10 years before the state of Israel was created. And of course, there's been very, very real anti-Semitism in the world, and it absolutely does exist. However, the media creation of it the creation of it using FFs, the fake uh, way that it's being used is the same divide-and-conquer rule they've been doing with all, everybody, no matter what your race is. We see it, what they've done recently with the Catholic kids from Covington High School versus the Native American man who's been very much outed to be an uh, agent provocateur, uh, been in the media for 10 years doing all kinds of actions where uh, his actions have been very provocative, going to college campuses, trying to out catch out people wearing Native American costumes for costume parties, uh, saying he was in the Vietnam War when he wasn't, all of this stuff. And it's a real shame because this is the kind of thing that uh, takes so much away from real people trying to do real good for Native Americans, for different groups that uh, do suffer intensely under, um, under cabal laws. And this is how they want to divide and conquer us. So people need to remember, I think it's interesting to note that right now today that the, the space capsule from Israel uh, just arrived in Cape Canaveral. Florida. It's meant to go out next month. It's being launched by SpaceX, okay? SpaceX, the major Agenda 21 uh, rollout company. And and this capsule is called Genesis. Uh, it, it is literally going to have a time capsule. It's to go to the moon, and it's going to have within it a time capsule. Uh, it's called the Bereshit spacecraft, and it's going to have a time capsule within it that is going to... Um, have uh, children's drawings, all these sweet things, but then it's supposed to have uh, human culture and history, okay, uh, included in it, okay, to be sent to the moon for the future. Now, why do they need to send a record of human history and human culture to the moon? And is this to let others arriving at the moon what the true, you know, history of the humanity is? or meaning history is created by the winners, right, the conquerors. And so it's very interesting to note. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is when I'm talking about in the beginning of the video and I say that there is, there is the use of the Abrahamic religions in this New World Order plan.
and it is to create this um, uh, self-fulfilling prophecy, okay, a prophecy that is described, then molded, utilized, and used in culture to lay out predictive programming for what is to come and to get people on board with it. And one of these, uh, you know, people need to understand the creation of Israel. We have so many scholars, so many rab rabbinic rabbi scholars that have pointed out so clearly that the state of Israel is not um, a, a biblical event, that it is actually the opposite of that in the sense of being um, a, a rollout of the satanic plot, the Luciferian plot. And so when we had... Um, uh, you know, when we had the Rothschilds back in 1917, uh, well, first they went and bought all the land around around Jerusalem in the late 1800s, and then and then went ahead and we had the Balfour Declaration in, in, in 1917. The Balfour Declaration is where you had um, British, uh, we have Balfour. Um, signing this document saying that uh, they give permission for uh, for the Rothschilds uh, to create a Zionist state of Israel. And they also go on from there uh, to then carry out World War II. And what is really disgusting about this to me is that uh, there's a massive Zionist um, uh, connection with what happened to Jews in World War II. And there's also a massive everybody else connection, meaning the cabal of every um, nationality of these greedy uh, uh, deep state. You know that's the modern term, but they would be um, they would be the wealthiest people in the world colluding to create this scenario in order to get closer to the one world government. And you can put that in terms of Nazi. You can put it in all of these different terms. But there was the the sacrifice of millions and millions of people in order to bring forth this world perception of the state of Israel being necessary in order to uh, protect the Jews. And it goes on from there. It, it, it is a huge, to the extent, to the extent that we had last, uh, last year, 2017, I believe, in November, Jacob Rothschild, sacrificed at the exact place where the Balf Balfour Declaration was signed, okay? That was the 100th year, the, 100th, the, centen centen the centennial of the Balfour Declaration um, at the Rothschild Estate in England. We had the helicopter go down, and nobody's seen Jacob Rothschild since, okay? So that is the extent to what happens when you're in this club that you, they use you up till you're dead, and they keep using you after you're dead. We saw that with McCain, we saw that with George H.W. Bush, and we will continue to see it with all of these players that get, um, that get um, used forever, uh, and even beyond death. So I'm going to get into more about that. Um, there is the reality that we have the Holy See um, connecting with the PLO, to make an agreement to create a tax, um, to create a unification in Jerusalem, that this is planned to be the center of a new world order. It is planned to be a tax-free haven, a international um, uh, uh, space that will be part and parcel of the new new world order, and that gets into the placement of the 
the embassy in Jerusalem, and of course the building of the third temple. It's all a huge deal, folks, and we're in a place where that's why you need to get with your own instincts. Look at self-fulfilling prophecy. Look at how they're playing out uh, things in the world now. And and understand that they want everybody to be a player in this theater that they're doing. Um, they're, they want everyone to have their eyes trained on this theater instead of living life. And while we all interconnected in this you know, play of humanity that's happening, we all also have the opportunity to um, uh, go within, know thyself, right? Uh, and, and by knowing yourself, you get to then know others and see through the facade, uh, the deception, the things that are being put out all around us constantly to entrain us to false realities. So a couple more little points of interest I will throw out there. Oh, I was at Davos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So also we have Klaus Schwab, who was the creator of Davos. He puts out recently that, um, that basically global uh, infrastructure must be the plan of, uh, of wealth, that, that all you know, wealthy people, financial systems must all focus on global infrastructure, and that's what 5G is, that's what the quantum system is. It will provide an absolute global lockdown. Uh, and the reason, a good example of this, in China uh, recently, um, now when you're a student in China, they've implemented that when you walk into your classroom, you are your face automatically shows up on a computer on a giant um, LED screen that's there hanging in the classroom. In the house. And that's because they have facial recognition to that extent. That's how they take attendance now at colleges in China. I'll put links for an article about that below. They also now have a, a system in the. Um, uh, through the social scoring system, where they will alert you through your location devices of everybody with their with their phones, and their government their government mandating those phones in China, where everybody must have them very soon. That they will tell somebody, they will t alert people around you if you are in debt. Okay, so the people around you that see you spending money or doing things or whatever can report you as somebody who could be doing things differently with your money or whatever um, in order to uh, increase their own social score. So this is the plan 1984 um, surveillance lockdown. This is surveillance corporatism, the surveillance capitalism. When I say capitalism, I mean just the way of concentrating money into the hands of the few. It's not the opposite of socialism. It is a system of um, how do we create an industry that combines oppressing the people with making tons of money? And that's what um, surveillance capitalism is, uh, as well. And getting us all to be watchdogs over each other and tattling so that there are literally eyes everywhere. At their house, you know what's Basically. as, of course, you know, medical capitalism uh, that we have here in the United States, why we're the, one of the most unhealthy countries in the world, yet um, have the most expensive health care. And it goes on from there. So I'm going to stop there because I'm at 30 minutes. Uh, that's good. I think that told us a lot. 
Oh God, here we go. William Mount. Kyla Powers. Oh. Third of um, January 2019, I believe. <laughs> Government to believe in national sovereignty. So France and Belgium was absorbed into this and Germany have thus signed a treaty in violation of the Euro Nations Agreement. Individual nations are not allowed to sign military treaties, yet they did. So, in a response to the yellow vests, armored vehicles paid for by the German public. You and Germany are paying for this. The armored vehicles that are now running through Paris controlling those who are protesting, the elites taking more than 50% of the income of the entire nation, of Germany and of France. Fallen Angel Merkel is head of the Stasi party. Does that sound familiar? State National Socialism versus National Socialism. Nazi versus Nazism. Does that sound familiar? Okay. Fallen Angel Merkel will deliver a speech today in front of 1,500 elites at Davos announcing the creation of the Euro Army, which will be created officially 30 January 2019, exactly 86 years after fallen angel Merkel's daddy, Adolf Hitler, took power. This is getting more and more bizarre as it, as it goes. Now remember, Italy also signed a treaty with Poland and four other nations promoting nationalism and popularism. In other words, the people's vote counts. So now we have six nations in Europe with one military treaty versus France, Belgium, and Germany, which have signed another military treaty. We have two opposing parties, the Axis and the Allies. This is getting pretty freaky, folks. And Angle, fallen Angel Merkel has moved over 10 million migrants into London, Paris, and Germany, not only to create total havoc, rape, murder, and pillage, not joking. The crime rates have tripled in Berlin and Paris and in London in the last 10 years, but also, does this sound familiar? Muslims target Jews. They hate each other. It's been this way since Esau and, and uh, you know, way back in the biblical stories, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then Esau and all that. This is a battle that's going on for a long time. In 1933, 30 January, Adolf Hitler took power. A year later, on the 14th of June, he met with Mussolini and signed a treaty. Similar, almost identical to what France and Germany have signed. Pretty interesting. It gets more interesting. The Treaty of Friendship was formed to support the Axis power of Nazism. The French-German treaty was illegally signed to form the Axis power of Nazism, or Stasiism as they call it in Germany. So we have Adolf Hitler and now his daughter signing the same treaty. And as we remember, in... 1938, Hitler sort of walked into Austria and Czechoslovakia with their permission and took countries. Sound familiar? Sound like the EU trying to force backed by Germany and France trying to take Austria and Hungary back so they can grow GMO foods and kill their population. And in 1939, 27 September, we all know that Poland declared war on Germany initiating World War II, followed by a declaration of war against Germany by France and by England. But this time, the Axis nations are France and Germany, with the perverted Macron, who is 15-year-old, having coochie-coochie with, what, a 45-year-old teacher? 
and then later creating a huge gay party in the Palace of Versailles using your taxpayer money in France? Yeah, a lot of similarities. And as you recall, the Munich Agreement, Germany, Italy, Great Britain, and France signed the Munich Agreement 29 September 1938 to create peace in Europe. So all the major powers signed the Munich Agreement before World War II. A month, actually, it was six days later, all Jewish passports were recalled with a J stamped on them. And then it was only the 9 November, see they signed the Munich Agreement 29 September and then 9 November, they banned all Jewish businesses. Actually, it's 12 November, I'm sorry. Um, do we see some similarities? We need to go back to World War II and we need to look at today. We have the state Nazi party, 86, year, 86 years later, creating a new axis of power. France, Belgium, and Germany versus the rest of Europe. It's happening all over again in front of our eyes. We need to pray that fallen angel Merkel is removed from this planet and whatever inhabits Macron is removed from this planet as well. We do not need another major world conflict. And in the USA, there is a huge thing occurring. We talked about it on our smaller channel. President Trump has ordered quite a few government workers back to work, including 33,000 IRS agents. And um, as the president sits and waits for Congress to deliver him any bill to reopen Congress. But Congress, under Schumer and Pelosi, who's playing around in wherever she is, running around the world, they can't deliver him a bill. They cannot deliver him a bill to reopen the government. So Trump has ordered 33,000 IRS workers back to work, and there's a lawsuit that is ensuing over the Anti-Deficiency Act. Because in 1870, the United States was a republic, and the Anti-Deficiency Act was passed, which means you can't borrow to spend. You can only spend what you're given. Individual agencies, because we didn't have departments, we didn't have fascism back then. Individual agencies can only spend what they're given. If you're given $1,000, you can only spend $1,000. But then a year later, General Grant, who was ruined by the elites and agreed to sign the, anti, the Organic Constitution of 1871, incorporated the District of Columbia, which is only allowed in our Constitution to go within 10 miles outside of D.C. But they violated every precept, haven't they? They've created departments, agencies of fascist governments, which now operate across the country. The U.S. Forest Service, the BLM, the IRS, offices in every state. Um, so the question is, are we a republic, or are we a corporation? And if we are a corporation, then the republic is dead, and our Bill of Rights and our Constitution are meaningless. But if we are a republic, the First Amendment, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, freedom to keep and bear arms, the freedom to privacy, all applies. Now, by the time this lawsuit gets to the United States Supreme Court next year, Darth Vader Ginsburg will have been replaced. Which means Trump will have two appointees, plus what is, he's got four other conservative appointees. That is, if Roberts doesn't turn coat. So pray whatever demons are in Roberts get off this planet immediately. So he will have six people on the Supreme Court to rule whether this is a constitution, whether the constitution applies, or whether the organic Constitution applies. Right now, we are American citizens. Our names are written in small letters. If we go to court, that's an English maritime court, having those two frogs hanging down. They have no authority over an American citizen. If we sign nothing, we show the driver's license and say that's our corporate name. 
But we don't care about our corporation. We are an American citizen, and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights apply. So this is what this lawsuit will determine. A critical, critical, critical time lawsuit. And this is going to read like, by the way, most of the stories come out of Zero Hedge, OANN, Blacklisted News, What Does It Mean, and from the intelligence communities, which I have very few contacts with, because I don't think they're very intelligent. The U.S., everything is being, back in the U.S., everything is being exposed. Everything about the Trump coup. Clinton gave money to Christopher Steele, who gave it to the FBI Comey and Rosenstein and the rest. And the FBI secretly watched Trump. They surveyed the president. They secretly put in microphones and cameras to watch him. That's illegal, according to the Fourth Amendment, freedom of privacy. And then it was all, then they brought in Mueller, who appointed Comey as head of the FBI, to investigate this. Now, Mueller's already under indictment. As soon as he releases his report, he has to go to charges of treason. So Carl Fenders, Carl Ferrer, is seeming like a canary to avoid jail time. And he's connected into this. So the Frazzle Rat, we can't say the name, H-I-L-L-A-R-Y, is singing like a canary to avoid jail time. The Frazzled Rat dealt with mega donors and the owner of Backpage, which was a website to promote child trafficking. Um, James Larkin and Michael Blasey gave the Frazzled Rat $2.9 million to pay off MI6 agent Christopher Steele, $2.9 million. Now, Christopher Steele has a royalty passport and therefore cannot be prosecuted anymore. He can be called in to testify if he agrees to it. 007 is an AA007 passport, royalty passport. AA0029 mine is a royalty passport. You cannot prosecute a member of royalty, but they can agree to come in and work with you. And that's exactly what Christopher Steele says. He says, you can't jail me, so I'm just going to tell you everything. So um, apparently this 2.9 million was seized from the Perkins Coy Bank 15 January 2009 or 2019 by a federal court. So now it's going to get very interesting because they have followed the money to the end and they know that it was child trafficking that supported the frazzled rat which started the coup against President Trump. Remember, we said there was not 70,000 sealed indictments, but what is happening is all those involved in child trafficking are going down. And it's a lot more than 70,000. Right now, they're taking down the key leaders. Those who ran the website that controlled the child trafficking that the Frouser Rat and Mitt Romney's wife were involved in. Go to uh, Phil McConnell's website. He exposed that years ago. And in addition, it turned out that the left-wing media was so lunatic that Sarah Sander Sanders was just asked by President Trump to... Uh, Get rid of all future press conferences. Now, why you don't invite us Facebook people who are pro-Trump with three to four million viewers a day, I don't know. Because if you combine Fox and CNN and NBC and, and, and uh, ABC and CBS, we reach as many people as they do on primetime. So you could invite the key YouTubers who are pro-Tada Trumps to a White House press conference, and you're going to get a lot better questions, and you will have press conferences that push the mainstream media right off the rails. Um, so Sarah Sanders, why don't you invite us pro-Trumpers? And we will support the on-off, on-off State of the Union coming in 2019 on the 29th of September, where the President has the right to address Congress whenever he wants, however he wants, regardless of what Nancy says or Chucky says, 
Um, and he is going to do that September 29th. And, not sure if we should address this, but he's working with China, and China has agreed to cut their army in half. Their army is being cut in half because the potential for war is over. Trump doesn't want a war. He wants to make humanity live. It's the fallen angels like Angela Merkel and the UN that want the war. And in this Catholic school, this lunatic left setup, because you, you should see the cameras, where the, the high school was approached by some guy. He was a veteran, but he was AWOL mostly for being drunk. And he approached this high school student and started saying things like, I'm going to harvest your organs, I'm going to kill you. And after that video came out, there were hundreds of death threats against this Catholic school in Kentucky, the Covington Catholic High School. And the Department of Justice agreed not to make any arrests for the death threats all over Twitter. Thank you, Department of Justice, for committing treason. Rob Rosenstein and the rest of you freaks. So the Kentucky, Kenton County prosecutors have said, well, if the Department of Justice won't deal with this in Washington, D.C., while our kids are visiting Washington, D.C., and it is in their jurisdiction, then we will work with it. And we have all the death threats. All you lunatic liberals who post it on Twitter, they have those posts and they know who you are and you will be prosecuted. They may even go after the owners of Twitter for not pulling those sites where people continually had death threats against the Covington School for the mainstream media lying about the story they have talked about going after the reporters on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and CNN for attempted murder for promoting the fake story. A high school student just stood there and listened to this guy. It was a total setup. This, this Native American was moved in to threaten these kids so that they, we can rally. It, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great setup so that all of those nitwits, those lunatic people, can come up to the surface and be scraped, scraped off and thrown away and put in jail. So for all of those who fell for that fake story, you may be going to jail because remember, nothing is ever erased. erased. Remember, pray for President Trump's safety and we may be interviewed, interviewed by the Alex Jones Show tomorrow. Um, we're going to have to put Stu Webb off probably until next Monday or Tuesday. Um, and if Owen... Scheuer, not quite sure how to pronounce the name, agrees not to edit our comments. We will do an interview with Alex Jones. He has done a lot of good. He's exposed the, uh, the creeps at, on the Russian River. He's exposed all kinds of things that other people fear to expose. I would have exposed it if I knew about it. We did three, um, three Boy Scout trips down the Russian River past the Bohemian Grove. We didn't know what it was. We just thought it was weird over there. We just kept going. Nobody knew what it was until Alex Jones brought it out. And then I'm visiting my sister a couple miles from Bohemian Grove. And I'm stopping in at a winery. And they said, Yo, oh, yeah, that, that meeting is occurring. Because all, all the big people just stopped and bought some wine for that meeting. So nobody knew what the meeting was about. They just knew a bunch of presidents and presidents' executives drove down the Russian River right into the Bohemian Grove. Nobody knew what it was about. They just knew they were having a meeting. They had no idea what was going on. The, the gay prostitution, the human sacrifices. Nobody knew because it only occurred for a short time and they had security guards out. So he's done a lot of good. And I think um, Owen Scheuer has a bright future. If I really do. If he, if he tells the truth and... Doesn't edit me. I think he has a very bright future in the reporting industry. God bless. Thank you very much. And we're going to say we are very grateful for Ronnie Dick Tea. This is his new product, Life Change Tea. We think it works a little bit better than the cinnamon, but take, my body loves it. Take down. All right.
I'm going to pull up some other stuff. Hold on. Just a minute. Always way, way more to say. Oh, uh, but I wanted to just kind of oh, have a little focusing. Oh, how did that go back there? Around. It's a remix. It's a remix. Paycheck. Mm -hmm. President. You believe that, people? Without a paycheck. <laughs> wow. If you don't know people, let me tell you this already. Anytime people don't get paid for their work, they don't go to work. That's what you need to know. Uh, I'm working. I'm working. Place. So you're not paying them. You tell me they still go to work just because they work for the government. You need to get that fucking ass out of here. With oh, your no. Trump saying he could declare a national emergency within days mm -hmm. if there is no deal to build mm -hmm. the wall. National emergency is bullshit, people. 100 percent. The vice president oh, leading a second oh, negotiation oh, session oh, with Democrats oh, today, but no yeah. breakthrough to report so far. Mm -hmm. And with long lines, look at how much time you see they do this when Obama in power. 10, 15 times they shut down the so-called government. It's nothing but a distraction. Of course, I don't tell you. It's fake shit. At some airports are TSA. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this airport right here, so-called backed up because what? The government shut down. You need to wake your ass up. Tell the people what you're telling them. Workers not working because this right here. What about every single people that you see work at the airport? They work for an airline. That's what you need to know. Don't let them lie to you. If you see them in the damn American airline section, that's who they work for. Okay, you need to wake up. Workers calling out because they're not getting paid. Here's ABC White House correspondent Tara Palmieri. Tonight, with shutdown talks hopelessly deadlocked, President Trump delivering this message. But a masquerade on the masses. You don't see what they did. They put in a TV actor right there on the masses. So called, you think it should be new to you when you see him putting on a show for you? You need to wake up. It's an orange fucking character they have on the masses. 100 the federal yeah. employees on the verge of missing the first paycheck of the new year. I can relate, and I'm sure that the people that are on the receiving end will uh, make adjustments. They always do. On the receiving end, the people on the receiving end gonna make adjustment. This one right here is a joke character. And look at this right here, you think I'm dumb? Look at this right here. He holding the Illuminati pyramid right over there. Wow, people just dumb. They take the people for fucking dumb people. There you go. And uh, they will make adjustments. People understand exactly what's going on. The president is seriously considering declaring a national emergency at the border to bypass Congress. National emergency at the border. You remember, people? It's supposed to be migrant caravan there. You remember? Of course, I told you it was fake. You never listen to the mag. I told you it's nothing but fake that they give you every fucking day of the week. Of course, there was no damn migrant caravan. What? It's nothing but a wall programming for the dumb people. Pay attention. Build the wall himself. Mm -hmm. I may declare a day. have to establish she? that in order to do this. Effects of the shutdown growing in New York's LaGuardia Airport. This terminal faced long lines. Why? Tell them why. Tell the people why it's facing long lines. Because it's saying nothing new on this, under the sun. Nowhere at all. You see this shit right here. It's nothing going on. Trump talking about state of emergency. That's how they do it. They like to fuck with the masses. Oh, yeah. Agree with you 100% for shutting down the government so they don't get paid and they're down with you. Get out of here. You need to show me those people that you're talking about. I know it's 100% fake. With what I'm doing. Marilyn Carruthers, who works for the USDA, says the bills are piling up. We want to go back to work. We need to go back to work because we have... Where did you work again? Oh, you're a federal employee, but where you work? 
Okay, so we're going to start using weapons on what somebody. Y'all ain't ready for the 
can't see the aliens. I'm I'm kind of I'm look watching the people. I'm about to reply to the aliens' message without the faintest idea what I'm replying to. Isn't there almost as much meaning in the gesture of communicating as in the words themselves? Destroy our satellites. Well, they had to be trying to communicate with us again, sir. No, no, have to assume they're hostile, man. We've got another hotline message coming in, sir. I need time. What, what if all they want is a place Trump's to be like, man, I need a burger! respect, that's just wishful thinking, Mr. President. We're running out of time. Unless you act right now. Oh. Only you know the appropriate line when you read it aloud, Mr. President. Yes. Three five nine. Three seven two. Confirm your identification. It's like a fortune cookie with the war codes on it. The code word for the attack option you have chosen is dagger. Mr. President, you will have to give the order to the shuttle commander personally he's standing by. Of course, he will. Moscow. Here, Washington. The leaders of the two countries that attacked them. Did you try to launch another? No. No. Done enough. 115, we impact. That's all the aliens had to say? What if the aliens had, like, really bad teeth? Let us be your friends. What if they don't want to be friends? Okay, whatever. Do those who would fail to heed their own words be warned? You never know. Who's listening? You've been listening to The Outer Limits, and that was pretty creepy. Oh, God, are the aliens listening? 
Do they listen to Kyla Powers Radio?